Welcome to the Website Coach Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a winning website, one that attracts more visitors and helps them book more clients. I'm Marie Brown, a website designer and business strategist, and I'll be sharing simple and actionable tips to help you create a winning website. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome to episode number 97 of the Website Coach Podcast. Today, I want to share with you 13 business books, which I think should be on your summer reading list. I don't know about you, but summer is the time when I really get the time to read books. I do try and read during the year, but there's just so much going on, so much with work and with home life, I really don't have much time and therefore I don't get through them at the same rate. So in the summer, I try to take some time off from client work and focus on rest, relaxation, time as a family, as well as making some time to focus on my actual business. Because of course, when you take that time to relax and read, the ideas tend to come flooding in. And I read. I read business books. I am not a big fiction reader, so please don't ask me for recommendations for fiction books. But I love to read non-fiction, especially business books and biographies. So one thing I do during the year is to listen out for book recommendations. I collect a list of books that I want to read. If you've listened to any of the guest interviews on this podcast, you'll find I always ask the guests for business book recommendations. And asking other people for book recommendations is one really good way to find good books to read. Of course, you want somebody with similar taste to yours. (laughs) Those friends who read psychological thrillers are not the ones I ask for recommendations. So find somebody or some people who have loved the same books you have loved and ask them for recommendations. In the morning, I listen to Chris Evans on Virgin Radio and he often has authors on as guests, people who have written non-fiction books. I love listening to their discussions and I get lots of ideas from them and lots of hints and tips and I'll often add these books to my list of books to read. And of course, I listen to podcasts. Again, mainly business podcasts including Stephen Bartlett's Diary of a CEO. And some of my favourite interviews that he has done are with interesting authors, non-fiction authors mainly, and again, I'm adding these to my list of books to read. Now, my daughter is a big reader, but her tastes are very different to mine. There's certainly no way you'd get her anywhere near a business book. But if we're out shopping together, we always end up in a bookshop. And as she's browsing the fiction, I'm in the business section. I'm looking at covers and reading blurbs. Yes, I judge a book by its cover. We all do. This is marketing working. (laughs) And when I'm in those bookshops, I'm adding to the list of books I want to read. So I thought I would share some of my recommendations of business books to read this summer. I'm going to start with the books that I've read, and then I'm going to share some others that I have on my list to read this summer. I doubt I'll get around to reading them all, but they're on my list. So the very first one is Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. This is an absolute classic business book. If you haven't read it, I strongly encourage you to do so. It changed the way I saw marketing my business, and for the better. I have already read it, but I plan to reread it again this summer. And I seriously think it will blow your mind. It did mine. You'll want to take notes and really think about your business, how you position it and how you market it. I want to encourage you to read it, so I'm only going to give you a small insight. But in this book, 
Donald talks about positioning your client as the hero and you as the guide that helps them succeed. Because every story always has a hero that needs help to get to their happy ending. And we all want to be the hero of our own success story, not the incidental in somebody else's success story. So this is all about making your client the hero, not you. And I see so many people marketing their businesses, including via their websites, where it's all about them. When your clients are looking for somebody to help them, that guide if you like. So do, go and read it. (laughs) The next book is called Never Eat Alone and it's by Keith Ferrazzi. I may pronounce lots of the names wrong in this episode. I apologise to the authors if I do that. And I'm actually reading this book at the moment. I'm about three quarters of the way through it. But I'm absolutely loving it and highly recommend you read it. And I've already told several people about it. In fact, I think my husband is bored about me talking about this book already. (laughs) It's another classic. Um, It first came out about 10 years ago, I think. But I'd not come across it until recently. It feeds into something which I had begun to realise and what a number of guests on this podcast have talked about, which is networking. But it isn't a book about networking meetings, so please don't switch off. In fact, the author mentions he doesn't go to them. It's about what many people call marketing your business via word of mouth, which is how a lot of people want to promote their business. But word of mouth marketing doesn't just happen. It takes effort to do it properly to get results from it. And that's the bit most people miss. It's about making connections with people. Some of those connections will be strong and deep, and they need nurturing to do that. And others will be weak. But it's all about the connections. And it's about how you can help the people you connect with and calling on their help when you need it. And this has been a big focus for me this year, because I realised this is how I have got a lot of clients. So word of mouth if you like, and direct referrals from existing clients are my two biggest sources of clients. And this book talks about why you should focus on making these connections and how to do so. So some of the things you will already know, certainly I was already doing some of the things that they talk about in the book, but I've also learned so much from the book. I'd highly recommend you read it. Book number three is called No Filter by Sarah Freer or Fryer. This is a slightly different recommendation. I read this book, which is all about the growth of Instagram, last summer. In fact, I talked about it on episode 54, Business Books I Read in August. So this is the story of Instagram. And it's the story from the various startup ideas, because it wasn't Instagram initially, there were a number of other ideas. It didn't start as the Instagram that we know and love or hate, whichever might be your, uh, your stance on Instagram. But it's from the various different startup ideas to Instagram through its sale to Facebook for a billion dollars. And that was when it had just 13 employees and wasn't making any money. The friction between Instagram and Facebook when it was acquired. Some of the issues it had to grapple with. um, The story behind the innovations or copying, if you like. uh, And ultimately the exit by the founders and Adam Mossery taking over. And that's where it ends. So it ends a couple of years ago. It's just a really good business story. So if you're a fiction reader or you like biographies, then I particularly recommend it. And I must admit, I really enjoyed it. Number four is Atomic Habits by James Clear. This is another classic that I read last summer and I talked about on my podcast episode 54. 
I deliberated whether to include this on my list of recommendations or not, as I got more out of my next recommendation, which I'll come on to in a minute. And the reason I deliberated is because I found it hard going in places. I did get a bit bored and wondered how on earth I could apply some of the ideas to my own life. But lots of people recommend the book. It's probably the most recommended book on the podcast. Um, and indeed, I got it. Um, I could see that stacking good habits onto things that you already do was a good idea. As was adding friction to bad habits to make them harder to continue with. So, you know, the idea of putting the biscuit tin on the top shelf. So it makes it harder to get the biscuits and therefore you're less likely to actually do that. But I struggled to see how I could apply it because it was a bit more conceptual. There were some applications of the ideas in there, but it was quite conceptual. Because if I want a biscuit, I will climb. <laughs> or I'll even drive to the shops. I can be pretty determined when I want to be. That said, it is a classic and I know a lot of people recommend it. So you should read it if you haven't already. So the fifth book is called Make Time by Jake Knapp and John Zaratsky. And this is the final book that I talked about in episode 54, books that I read in the summer from last year. And I love this. It builds upon Atomic Habits, and indeed I read it after Atomic Habits, but I found it much more practical, and that's why I prefer this book to Atomic Habits. It gave real-world examples of what you could do to make time for the right things. There's more than 80 tips in the book, and not all of them will appeal, most won't, but the idea is you try a few. Things like reducing the amount of news you consume, on the basis that if something is really important, then you'll hear about it, and there's nothing you can do about it. Reading once a week is also enough to know what's going on in the world more generally. And this is one of the best productivity books I've read, and I recommend you read it too. Okay, so I want to move on now to books that are on my list to read, which I haven't actually read. <laughs> so these are my recommendations, but they're recommended on the basis of what I know about the books rather than having actually read them. So the next book, number six, if you like, is called Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. So I heard Chris Voss being interviewed on a podcast or radio show. I'm not sure which. Um, to be honest, I think I heard him on a couple of shows when he was promoting the book. He's an ex-FBI hostage negotiator. So if somebody knows how to negotiate, it's him. And he told some amazing stories on those shows that I heard him on. And he, never, and he has an amazing success rate despite never paying ransoms. Now, my years in investment banking taught me how to negotiate. And I think I could negotiate pretty well by the end of my time in investment banking eventually. Um, although I must admit, having children was a, was a different matter Negotiating with a toddler or teen is not the same. <laughs> but, you know, yes, I'm, when I get around to reading this book, I am looking for some tips from this book, but I also want to hear those stories from his work with the FBI and see how those tips work in real life. And my brother and I actually have very similar um, approaches to, to books. We like similar kind of books in terms of business and personal development. And I actually bought this one for him for his birthday. And so I'm hoping he's going to read it pretty quickly and then I can... Um, borrow it back again. Um, <laughs> you've never done that, have you? Um, okay, number seven is called Deep Work by Cal Newport. And I don't know about you, but I find I get easily distracted. And when I'm designing and building websites for clients, I really need to focus for long periods of time. 
And I do. It just takes me some time to get into that state. I know lots of tactics for productivity, but I find what works for other people doesn't necessarily work for me. And indeed, what works for me doesn't necessarily work for others. So I'd love to learn some more tactics to add to my toolbox of things to help me focus more, and probably more importantly, focus more easily. And I'm hoping this book will give me just that. Number eight is Effortless by Greg McEwan. And this book is about a related subject. It's how to make it easier to do what matters most. And frankly, I'd like to make my life and work easier. I've lots of goals. I don't suffer from a problem of working out what I want or even how to get there. But sometimes I know I'm making it harder for myself to achieve these things than it should be. So I'm hoping this book will give me some tips to help me. It's a successor to a book called Essentialism, which I haven't read, um, but it's about doing less. So doing the right things rather than everything. And I don't know, maybe I should add that one to my list too. But I think making my life easier is more of a priority than doing less, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, and then if I like this book, then I will read Essentialism too, or at least I'll add it to my list. Number nine is Business Made Simple by Donald Miller. Having loved building a story brand, I'd like to hear more from Donald Miller. And Business Made Simple is his latest book. Now, Donald has done the podcast rounds. You might have heard him. I have heard him on Amy Porterfield's show. And he also has his own podcast, which is really good, actually. And he's good. He's got some great stories, which are very relatable. And I like the concept of this book, which is about how you need to focus on certain aspects of running a business and the things you need to do in each of them. So, for example, things like sales and marketing, uh, the structure of your products, your team, etc. And my only concern with this book is whether it will be a bit of a disappointment because having heard him talk about this book so much, is there going to be anything new in it that I haven't already heard? But I'm willing to give that a go and I will let you know. Book number 10 on my list of recommendations and indeed a book that I do want to read is The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. Now, you might well know Shonda as being the producer of um, Bridgerton, amongst other TV shows. And this is probably not a book I would have had on my list, to be honest, because, well, Shonda is an incredibly good businesswoman, but she is not the kind of business coach that most of the other books have been written by or psychologist or anything like that. Um, and I think the reason that I wouldn't have had it on my list is because I think it's more what I would consider to be a self-help book rather than a business book, although there's obviously a lot of overlap between the two. But the reason it's on my list is because it comes highly recommended by my friend and mentor, Charles Wasmond. So I will read it at some point. Number 11 on the list is The XX Brain by Lisa Moscone. So this is a recommendation from one of my podcast guests, Lucy Holland of Yoga by Lucy. And Lucy was on episode 88 of the podcast earlier this year. And this book is all about the female brain. It's not a business book, clearly, but it is nonfiction. And it's an area that I'm hugely interested in. So it's on my list for the summer. And the book is about women's health and the ageing of women's brains as we go through the menopause and oestrogen declines. Yeah, I know. It sounds like a cheery read, doesn't it? 
But it's an important issue for us women to understand and for men to understand too. And this book talks about what we can do to protect our brains. Now, I suspect like most health advice, um, I think it's always good to know what we should be doing, even if we go back to the cake and wine and my slovenly ways. I always like to know what I should be doing. Okay, book number 12 is Zero Resistance Selling by Maxwell Maltz. The sales is an area that I think I can improve on massively. Like most small business owners, I don't particularly like to sell. I've never had any sales training. It's not something that I think I am particularly skilled at. Um, Although I do like to help other people and my services do help business people. Um, If you're not a regular listener to this podcast and you don't know me, um, I'm a website designer. I have a website design business and I build websites for small business owners. So I know I need to get over my, I think fear of sales is probably overstating it, but my certainly my dislike of sales. And I know I've got a lot to learn about sales. And this book was recommended by another podcast guest. It was recommended by Samantha Goddard back in episode number 90. And it sounds interesting. So it's on my list. And the blurb on the book says it's about reprogramming your own self-image to help you meet your selling and career goals. And I quite like that because it doesn't sound like it's going to be about hard sell, which is definitely not me. Okay, the final one, number 13, is Oversubscribed by Daniel Priestley. And this is another recommendation by a podcast guest, this time Jane Knight from Successful Mums in episode 84, again earlier this year. And this book is about increasing the demand for your products so you are oversubscribed, i.e. you have clients queuing up to work with you. Now, the irony is that I am oversubscribed. (laughs) Um, And there's usually a four to eight week wait to work with me. And I'm recording this in July, just a couple of weeks before the episode comes out. And I currently have one space left to start work in September, and then I'll be booked out till October. But I'd like to understand how to keep it this way, especially as I try to put in systems, process, and indeed outsource some of my work to increase my capacity. So this book is definitely going to be on the list for the summer. Okay, so there we are, 13 books, which I recommend that you read over the summer. Now, 13 might be a little too many to read. (laughs) Uh, The eight ones on here that I haven't read, and I suspect I will not get all eight read. Um, Maybe I'll aim for five, which is, I think, the number I read uh, last August. So I'm just going to run through all of them again. And if you would like the list, then please either email me um, at say hello at beyondthekitchentable.co.uk or alternatively you can message me on Instagram I'm at beyondthekt there and just let me know if you'd actually like the list because I don't think I have pronounced all of the author's names correctly but I'm just going to run through the list so number one building a story brand by Donald Miller number two never eat alone by Keith Ferrazzi Number three, No Filter by Sarah Fryer. Number four, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Number five, Make Time by Jake Knapp and John Zaratsky. Number six, Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. Number seven, I don't know, I've lost count. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Deep Work by Cal Newport. 
Yes, number eight is Effortless by Greg McEwen. Number nine is Business Made Simple by Donald Miller. Number 10, The Air of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. Number 11, The XX Brain by Lisa Moscone. Number 12, Zero's Resistant Selling by Maxwell Maltz. And number 13, Oversubscribed by Daniel Priestley. So, and I probably should have said this at the very beginning, but I'm going to end with this. When I read business books, I read them for two reasons. One is I actually just enjoy reading about them in the same way that I enjoy listening to things on podcasts, which are business related. But the other thing I enjoy is the fact that I get something out of them. I get things which I can actually implement in my own business. And that requires a different kind of effort because it's not just about reading the book. It's also about implementing. So please, you know, if there are ideas that come from this, don't just read it, implement it too. And with that, thank you very much for listening. Over the summer, I've got a number of different podcasts, which are summer are recasts of, of previous episodes. And I've also got a very special episode coming up for episode 100, which is answering questions which I've been asked. Thank you very much. And I'll be in your earbuds again next week. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. And I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review. That makes a massive difference as to whether Apple shows my podcasts more widely. And head over to my website, beyondthekitchentable.co.uk, where you can find all the ways you can work with me, whether you're just starting out, looking to grow your business, or scaling it. And see you next week.